0: That's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. Not
1: tonight. You're not on the list. Hello, I'm Conor McLoon, and welcome to the You're Not on the List podcast, produced for Rewind That Track. On this podcast, we interview, dive deep, and take a journey into the lives of those in the music industry. Everything from backstage to onstage, we're here to chat to the people that make up the scene. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, thanks for checking it out. If you haven't already, can you hit that follow button on Spotify or Apple Music? And can you give us a five-star rating if you enjoy the series? My guest this week is a household name in drum and bass, a recognizable face with an energetic persona and someone who's been tearing up dance floors for over the last 10 years, it's Turno. During this episode, we discuss what his favorite venue is in the UK,
0: it's like a proper boiler room feeling because you're all slow. I could touch my man. How
1: he originally got into the music scene?
0: And I did the full circle. I used to be me and my brother Fabio. Actually, we used to be quite, quite a big Grevo's man. I'm not going like used okay. to be, yeah, we used to be skaters.
1: And what the hardest part about being
0: an international DJ really is? It's a straight, It's a strain on relationships sometimes, not just girlfriends, etc. But like, I mean, in general, in life, man, like, it is, yeah, that part of it is, is, is the, is the unfortunate negative.
1: My guest this week is a household name in drum and bass, a producer, a DJ, owner of a clothing brand, a production coach. He's played the likes of Rampage, Hideout, Part Life, guest mixes for the likes of Radio 1 and Fabric. It's the Italian stallion, turno. Good evening, I'm lad. How
0: are you? Well, I was probably the best in Joe and Rad, man. Lucky I need to get you on my shows, so I need to get rid of <laughs> with you. <I> mean.
1: <laughs> that's what we like to hear. That's what we like to hear. A lot of accolades, a diverse, eclectic mix. Like I said, this will probably be the first episode that's coming back on season three. Um, yeah, how you been this week? How you been?
0: Yeah, I've been good, man. I've been good. Um uh what have I been? Well, band warehouse projects on Friday, so that was crazy, bro. And to be honest, man, I'll be honest with you, I had a pretty bad week last week. Like the last the last four weeks have been pretty tough because of um a project I'm doing for in aid of my brother, a mental health project, which I've released a song with a bunch of his friends from from Bedford who come together. We made a song in his in his honour um, and to raise awareness for mental health, and also because that's the only way I know how to translate that emotion properly. Like and feel like, oh, this is my this is my gift or whatever you want to call it to to Fabio or to I've done it the same when when Dominator passed away, DJ Dominator. Yeah. Um, I, I made like a, a mini mix of all his tracks, and and that's how I that's how I get therapy out of it. So. Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough, to be honest with you. Um, last week was the release of the song and the anniversary of his death. So a lot was going on. I probably put too much on my plate, to be honest with you, like that I should have because to release a song, you know what comes with it, the campaign, the marketing, the the calls, the, all the little bits and bobs. As much as it's for an amazing cause, I am, um, yeah, it definitely wore me out. And I think I was... On the day, I think I was too, I was uh, more worried about making sure that everyone was OK. Like my mum, my dad, like they're not together. So I had to make sure my mum's OK, my dad's all right. Um, obviously, anything we were doing, I had to make sure that they were all included. So there was a lot on my plate. And then later on that evening, we had like a, a gathering at his shop, at his barber shop, because he was a barber, which we've, t- we've now taken over the shop. Escobarbas, which yeah, like a lot of his friends and people come to, and it was amazing. But it got to ten o'clock. I wasn't drinking. I well, I think I had three three shots of brandy because that's that was that was his drink, like Fabio. So we had uh, yeah, people drinking and stuff. But for me, I was like, Look, I've got Estonia in the morning. I've got a flight to Estonia, so I don't want to be getting mashed up and plucked. To be to be honest with you, I didn't really. I wanted to kind of stay present in the moment mm. rather than trying to get rid of that feeling with alcohol or whatever. Mm. So yeah, it was tough. I feel I feel like something's turned since Friday, which is good. But yeah, that's a very long answer to how you've that's been this all week, right, <laughs> yeah, no,
1: That's all right. That's good. One of the like one of the topics that we cover here, especially if people feel comfortable, is like is like mental yeah. health. Like obviously the highs and lows of the music industry, the highs and lows yeah. of everything that comes with it, and obviously like you said there, the last month like releasing the single. So the single What's On Your Mind was the one that was obviously released. Um, and then you've got a drum and bass remix of it coming out early next yes. month for that.
0: Yeah, so we, I've done drum and bass, the D&B edit I like to call it. I don't want to call it a remix yeah. edit because it's like, it is the original, but just with my little drum and bass twist it because obviously that, that way it can connect directly with my fans. And also I can play it out. And I have been, I've been playing it out for my last track uh, for the last couple months. Mm. And um, it's been amazing. The response has been crazy. People have really taken it in. Um, me and my MC Dreps, like, um, a my good friend, like we've been doing like a um, an act where like we get everyone to put their phones out and, and we do like kind of like a, a left to right kind of motion. But it just Manchester on Friday was unreal. I like, looked crazy. Like I did it and let it roll as well, which was unbelievable because that was without him. So that was the first time I played it and and I, I remember at the end of the set I was just like, right, I'm gonna do it and I just grabbed the mic and I told the story. So it was a bit emotional. I had to go in depth in deep not in deep, but just had to say that like, I lost my brother to suicide. I've made this track in his honor and to raise awareness of mental health. So I hope you enjoy it. And I've got everyone to get their lights up. And I was just like blown away when the, when the house lights went down, cause that's when you can really see the lights. Like it, I was blown away by how many people so quickly uh, got them up. We were gonna, I was gonna do it <laughs> in chronological,
1: but because you've mentioned it and because I like, was gonna touch it. So like you said, videos of you, edX and Voltage circulating from Warehouse Project. Was it Concourse? Concourse, yes, a lot hi, of people saying the best, the best room at the best venue hi, hi. Uh, in the UK hi, hi.
0: at the moment. Um, the little hi, hi. 360 stage. Hi. Yeah, yeah, bro. It, and to be honest, the only other time that I've been in a 360 stage is uh, a park life, which they, and, uh-huh. that, and they base that off concourse. So, yeah it is just it's just, the, it's, just the, it's like a proper boiler room feeling because you're all slow. close. I could touch my man. Like, mm. and the funny thing was, there's this perp I can't remember, what's the word? Perplex glass, per- per- perplex perplex, yeah, yeah, <laughs> perplex. You know, um, glass, and it and it actually broke during the set. Oh shit! All- no way.
1: What? Yeah, everyone was like it.
0: slamming on it, like calling for the reload, or like, like literally. You- the thing is, even when you put your stuff down, you have to be careful because they- people could just-, just yeah, reach it- over, reach <laughs> over. I've, I've been. I've been telling, like-
1: I didn't go there on Friday because I, I had prior arrangements, unfortunately. But the amount of times I've seen people reach over on that in that booth and just take something from the rider or take something from the DJs oh, like the, they're like, Yeah, yeah, like someone like so literally, wow. like just watching people. Obviously, the DJ's there, maybe the videographer's filming and then because you can because obviously it's great, you've got three sixty, you've got the atmosphere, you've got the energy, there's people behind you, people in front. But I have seen a couple of times like people reaching over, grabbing a bottle, like grabbing a couple of cans, like from the from the little drinks thing was that was they got. Bad. I just think that's oh, so fair enough. Like, and it's close. like
0: it's is it worth being because you will be absolutely hounded if you get seen you by anyone doing that
1: and that's the thing now as well where it, so many people are taking videos so many people are taking videos you will get your face plastered over TikTok you will get your face plastered <laughs> over Instagram being like look at this little person that's like, stealing from the stealing yeah, yeah. from the artist rider um, so yeah, I mean it's yeah. A lot of people have said that that is one of their favourite rooms um, at Warehouse Project, like what well, favourite room at Warehouse Project. But then famous sort of like favourite venue really across uh, yeah, across yeah, the
0: yeah. UK. For me, it's my favourite. It's my favourite. I just I just think there's such a um, a unique vibe in it. It's, it's a big room, but then you just, yeah. you're so close to everyone as well, and that's quite a rarity to have like that amount of people. Uh, in a, in a warehouse or a room that, that yeah. but also you're that close to the action like you're in the mix, man. Like, and that's for me, so sick. Like, I would definitely, um, I would love to do a show there, like a headline show there. In the, I don't know, in the future, man, that would be unbelievable. Not tonight. You're not on the list. Yo, it's your boy Turno and you're listening to You're Not On The List podcast, or Rewind That Track. Um,
1: so just to sort of like go a bit more, um, probably in order like, of your life and stuff like that, if we would take it all the way back to the start, like what was your sort of earliest experiences um, with music or like whether that's sort of like listening to music around the house, like any of the first gigs or raves you went to? Well, like, to
0: honest, I've always been in, I mean... Um, I used to play the piano. I used to, have to play the cello as well, which is
1: mad. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have a clue what to do with it now, I can't yeah. lie. Um, then keyboards. Then I've always been, I've done the full circle because my dad used to be in a band. Not that I knew much of him when I was younger, but he he, he had keyboards. He used to be a keyboard player in a band. Um, and he actually gave me a couple of his synths the other day. And he found them in his garage. I'm like, bro, he had a Juno 106, which is which is gold dust, man. I'm not going to lie. Not, I've been offered like three or four grand for that. Like. Nice. He was, just sat, he was just sat in his, in his, um, in this thing and a Yamaha CCY something which I don't use as much but that um yeah it's kind of always been in my life and I did the full circle I used to be me and my brother Fabio actually we used to be quite quite big Grevo's man I am not going i like. Like we used okay. to be yeah we used to be skaters like yeah, we used yeah. to listen to that that kind of like, I mean yeah the Slipknot's the, the heavy corn. metal yeah, 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 get, yeah, yeah, real, yeah. Like, then we got into like New like Newfound Glory and some 41s and all that kind of you know I mean the, the, yeah. the new metal kind of vibes and then I, then I, then I went on to like um I got into like the trance kind of um, music quite a bit, like the the Ministry of Sounds and like the I don't know, just just that just that trance sound. Like, a lot of it on Kevin and Perry, to be fair. But yeah, um, yeah, that kind of sound I was well into. Balearic man.
1: House and stuff like that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, but is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah. Balleric House. Yeah, Belerick House. Yeah, I was well into that. Then I got into the hip hop side of things because my brother, I started kind of getting into the hip hop and grime and all that kind of stuff. So I started listening to that. So I've done the full circle really. And then I got into drum and bass when I was living about oh, about fifteen years ago, I guess, probably more than that now. Um, I was probably about twelve, uh, and I was uh, someone someone moved down from London, like who's who's a friend now. Like I don't speak to him as much, but still, he introduced me to drum and bass. He had a Walkman, he had drum and bass on it. Obviously, his name's Shawnee D. Like I got to shout him out. Um, but it's such a, such an old school drum and bass name as well, and it's Shawnee D. Like, a, <laughs> probably like human traffic kind of name. Like. Yeah, yeah, great oh, film, yeah. great great film. What yeah, was, it, so, what, was it,
1: what was it? What was the drum and bass it introduced you to? Can you remember?
0: I don't remember what the songs were, but it was a set. Yeah. It was a set. It was a set, it, was uh-huh. a set and it just kind of intrigued me. And but the first moment. Which I remember, we went like, we camped out. You know, when you're a youth and you can't, you, you're at a stage, yeah, where, where, where you can't, um, well, you can stay on your mate's house and stuff. But if you want to have an all night and like get involved, you have to like camp out, basically. That yeah. was your way of having no adult supervision. No? <laughs> so, yeah, we, we did it in 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 this place with the fire pit where we lived. And um, yeah, I remember it's just pulp, pulp, pulp fiction, Alex Reeves' pulp yeah, yeah. fiction, absolute classic tune. That was one that really, fought, I thought, wow, this is mad. This is like, this change it just, it just it just lit some fire in me it? and that's that's where I that's where I believe it fully started and then from there I just literally I bought some decks I bought some IMGs um, yeah, I am IGMs, IMGs, one or two belt drives um of a mate, like, and he give me a couple of records, like, random records. I'd like I'd like Friday by Dre, I'd like Addicted to Bass, like <laughs> the bass, like I'm dead chew. Like, um, difficult to like, mix in yeah. together then.
1: Difficult to mix yeah, in together. Yeah, no, no yeah. bass.
0: This was like, this was basic. So this was like when I was just getting a pair of decks to even figure out what you do, like how do yeah. you mix them together? Just to you know what I mean a lot of it to start with is like it, <laughs> that's what you thought DJ did, but when you start getting your head around the whole the whole thing, getting deeper into it and you learn about beat matching and, and whatever. I like. Because obviously you could speed things up as well on a uh, 30, I think it was 33 and 45. But yeah, I yeah. It's Otherwise I'm going to be... No, it is. Don't worry, know. you're not going to be getting any dodgy comments. I not mean, like, know what he's talking 30, about. <laughs> yeah, the vinyl, the vinyl uh, guy. yeah. But yeah, yeah. So obviously you, can, you could like make a hip-hop track double the speed and I don't know, it was, it was just a cool introduction. Then obviously... I started, there was a record shop in Bedford uh, called WS Records run by Bernard again, shout him out uh, and um, yeah man, luckily we had a record shop that just mainly was was devoted to drum and bass like in, in Bedford man, which is obviously, a, that's a massive thing actually, the more I deep it like, then that's a massive thing to have like, it, to help you um kind of grow within this scene and understand more about it um the music itself like so that was massive man and we used to spend like we used to be there every week there's a couple of my boys me and harry harry my my good friend my best mate actually harry bizzle like who some people that knew me from back in the day would have known his name he was actually quite he was doing quite well in the circuit to be fair but because he didn't produce he got to a stage where he couldn't go any further and i did i did say to him i was like bruv you need to make tunes man and he didn't, unfortunately, uh, but now he's now he's making house and he's actually just started getting support by like BB and like Martino's nice. brothers and he's going on to name Harry Brown. So yeah, man, like it's, it's all come full circle. So it just shows that with production, you can get your actual sound out there more. Yeah, and, I was um,
1: going to say, what do you think about that? Because there's, a, there's, a, there's obviously a lot of people that discuss it and there's some people probably roughly name on sort of, not even in drum and bass really, like name on two hands that are sort of like selectors that are people that will just strictly DJ will dig deep will obviously create sets and create a bit of a following or have curated a bit of a following um, but haven't necessarily produced lots of music probably the people that I'm thinking of well, I
0: mean can you can you name can you name like a down guy like this a, a, new, not, a, new, not a new new guy like, obviously you could say Andy Sequel he still makes the odd tune but he's already made his legacy back yeah in the day. yeah like Mampy Swift I mean he still makes tunes like it's hard to yeah, really like Jaws and uh, other bits e- even stuff. Blackley Blackley's a good yeah. example and AMC AMC's yeah. always made tunes Like uh, and, and Blackley does make tunes as well now so it's kind of it, it's 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 the natural progression man it's because essential, you, be, like, yeah. you might be able to get certain dubs or whatever cool but like you're only mixing two tunes together that, that are made by other people and, and yeah. people are going to have them so to fully really have your own sound and style and yeah. the reason why people come and see you for them certain tracks is like you need to make you need to make music man like, the only people like, I think
1: potentially like not even drama base, bass it'd be like one man who used to be like a bit of a selector uh, Riz Latif artwork I know artwork used to do a couple of early dubby bits with Scream and Benga but sort of like as yeah. sort of like a DJ DJ's DJ um, but it's yeah few and far between really
0: of like artists yeah. that especially are new wave it's kind of unheard yeah. of really like, yeah. I, can't, I, I can't even like the only ones I think of like EZ is another one but he, he, yeah. he's, he's a legend himself because he does what he does like that's almost like him producing live like he's making two two beats out of yeah, yeah. Out of, like the turntableism you know I mean? and it stuff like that that he does it with it
1: yeah absolutely so it's
0: quite, it's quite tough then you'll be like Fred again who's taken to the next level and he's like actually so I mean yeah the
1: live jungle bits that everyone's gone mad for and a lot of people now suddenly being like you know what I do like jungle and it's like well these these, I've seen so many oh that's a bit that's hurt me a little bit I want to celebrate it a lot and it is great and I fucking love it but there's so many people before that have that I've listened to even mates uh, I'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus that have been like that have been like I fucking hate drum and bass or like I hate jungle or it's it's all rubbish or whatever and then they'll be rinsing that Fred again set and like going over mad where he's doing the live jungle stuff and I was like you little you little cunt like you've absolutely yeah. slagged off drum and bass for ages.
0: You know you, 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 we can say that, or we can go. Do you know what? this dude is, is opening it up to? Yeah, a whole it's year. wicked. No, 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 it's, no, no. no like, not Fred again I, being a
1: little cut. I mean, my, um, I mean, my mates that have suddenly changed yeah. their tune.
0: and they stop inside you. Like, yeah, once again, you bastard. Yeah. I just yeah,
1: think don't be so up your own arse and say like, oh, I yeah. don't like this music, and then because it's very popular and it's going viral, they're like, yeah, no, yeah, I've always totally loved jungle, and it's, it's like, saying, it's okay, like, oh,
0: it's cool, man, it's cool now, but that's. Unfortunately, that's how sad the world we live in. Yeah, it's like, it's
1: like you were saying going earlier about getting back to likes and followings and what's hot yeah, and what's exactly. not. Like, I don't want to gatekeep it, it's not it's for right. me. It's not for me, it's like, I don't actually really care that much. So it's just, as we brought it up as a topic there, um, yeah, just exactly, seeing him yeah. do the live, live the live jungle set is sick and it is wicked to watch and stuff. But yeah, there's been a lot of new converted, newly converted drum and bass fans and jungle fans from that one boy room set, which is good, which is good, which is good. I mean, yeah, it's good for the scene, yeah. it's good for the industry. Yeah, any, any new fans are good fans. <laughs> Naturally, this is life and not everything is going to be going as planned. I wanted to find out some of the nightmare situations Turno had experienced whilst playing live. It's totally left field now to go slightly down a different track. What's, um, what's been like the worst thing that's ever happened to you at a rave or at a festival or an cool. event?
0: The worst thing, you know. Be as uh, honest as open as uh, as you like. Yeah, no, I will. I'm trying to think of a. Uh... Well, to be honest, yeah, this, this is definitely it. Um, so, yeah, back in, the, back in the day, like, Random Concept, who's an event organiser, I played in room two of their event at um, um, at Roadmender in Northampton, and I think... I, no, it wasn't. It was City was J's. It wasn't that old. Um, yeah, so I, I played my first tune, and I made a track called Dreams back in the day. It was, like, my first track that ever blew, really. I done, like, a VIP it, which I was gassed to play... And I, I had quite a full room, to be fair. Room two was popping, and yeah, man. I'm, I'm as my I as was about to drop. I got so excited, I jumped up and flipped the decks. Like, so the decks flipped in the air. Obviously, all the sound cut out. It was pretty savage for a good couple minutes as well, because everyone had to come in and, and kind of pick things up and, uh, yeah. and that, sort it all out. So it was peak. Yeah, it was peak. I mean, the room was dead by the time I started again. So yeah. it was uh, definitely a peak. I went
1: to walked off. The sound engineers yeah. took it's so fun. long to come through.
0: You got to think, man. It's 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 two two minutes. Is a long time when you yeah. when you've got a room like I mean, it's quite a small place anyway. Like the room one was literally probably about, uh I don't know ten steps away. So it's yeah, like, you know what I mean two minutes. You're you're you got bear buzzing wavers like yeah, people, like, you're yeah, up, yeah. Man, like, and then you just like then, yeah, you got SDC in the main room. So <laughs> <I mean, laughs> like, um,
1: again. As was open and honest don't you want on this one who raves the hardest like DJ wise or artist wise who's like a, who are you like oh shit if they're on the lineup or if they're in the green room or that you know that they're going to be um, enjoying life
0: okay cool enjoying life alright to be honest it's, a lot of us do man to be fair a lot, a lot of us like uh, enjoy I'm trying to think of a like, Darkseid and Window Kid are characters, I can't lie. Yeah, Kid, yeah, 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 Greg and Elliot, mostly. yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, really, like, a lot of the baseline are are quite characters, like Brucey, like, I mean, from the John based on, like, me and Benny, like, always have a good time, we see each other, Benny L. Um, yeah. Oh, who else is there, man? There's loads, bro, literally, that. I mean, what well, I get on with everyone, to be honest with you, man, like, I mean... He- Headache head- is someone who's actually like he's a vibe, but he doesn't actually party at all. Really, he's very clean, like yeah, which is um, which is mad that he can still still like be be involved in it like that. You know what I mean? Like, but um, yeah, he- he- yeah, everyone. Yeah, Benny L is a G man like definitely we we, we have a yeah. good time we, we link up yeah it's I'm, I'm I'm probably one of them to be fair probably people will say yeah Turner's <laughs> always turning up like yeah he's definitely that guy <laughs> I've seen you backstage
1: I'm, I've seen you backstage uh, energetic very smiley very happy character uh, I've seen yeah, you have uh, cool. you seen you loving life backstage as well uh, on yeah. the flip side to that what I was going to say is what's a, t- what's a town or city that's a bit of a dark horse for having like a lively crowd or like a really good venue or a really good place where you think like you know what that's it's not somewhere where I um, expect I can't,
0: I can't pronounce the Club like it's 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 in it's in um it's in Cardiff yes yeah, in Cardiff it's called I can't remember what it's called it's some Welsh word which I cannot pronounce at all but like uh, there is it's mad like when I done my first tour a couple years ago that sold out first and I was like right oh, okay and I went there and it was mad bruv it was mad like yeah everyone was, was like new I mean I was getting hounded for fun. like I was like right oh, this is mad because obviously it's your headline show so everyone's there for you anyway but. It was my first run. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is mad, bruv. And same with Portsmouth as well. Portsmouth, I played at the Astoria and that was that was sold out and that was massive, bro. And I was like, right, and that was just me playing. I like, was my headline show. So that was another one I was like, wow. I've been back a couple of times since and it's been crazy as well. Not tonight. You're not on the list. Yo, it's your boy Turno and you're listening to You're Not On The List podcast or we'll Rewind That Track.
1: What's um, the stereotypical Turno rider?
0: Ha <laughs> the Goose. Um, Bottle, bottle of champagne, like um, yeah, waters and soft drink. To be honest, man, I'm not really that deaverish, man. I have not got anything mad on there. Towels, technical riders are a bit different. Like needs to I need to have certain monitors and whatever and, and whatever. But I mean, yeah, man, I'm happy with. Um, I did there was a stage where I put more alcohol on there, but then I thought, bro, like what am I doing this for? Yeah, it's nice to take it home. I've got a couple of bo- bottles of goose in the cupboard, that don't get it twisted. But you know when you get yeah. you know, I, you know, like I and also as well, it wasn't really helping the, the not partying if you're getting bottles of uh, yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah, two or three yeah. bottles of drinks. you know what I did I do actually have um, protein shakes on my on my uh, rider as well and like Here he is, getting the flexing, he's getting a
1: flex in, he's getting a pump on, he's getting a pump on, <laughs> the on stage, and he's the getting those macros. Well. hitting those macros. Yeah, oh, I, I don't know t- about the protein shake back to back with a Grey Goose vodka, mate. That's going to nah, be, it. That's nah, gonna no, be no. looking
0: funky and the, the toilet. No, 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 no. Oh god, no. Nah, yeah, that, that's for the next day. But or if I'm not drinking, yeah, um, but yeah. I've no real food apart. I have like a fruit, exotic fruit platter as well as something. But exotic fruit. None of this. Yeah. None
1: of this apples and pear <laughs> stuff. It, none, none of this
0: apple and dragon pear fruit. Soon oh, come and a little dragon fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair <of> play. <laughs> If you could, if you could do a back-to-back with someone that you've never done a back-to-back with before, but would like to like sort of tick off your list, who would it be? Just
0: because he's such an inspiration to my career, like Hazard, DJ Hazard, just because I, I I would love to make a tune with him getting a studio just because of how much of an impact he's had on, on me wanting to do this in it. And just an influence on Jump Up, I think, man, I think he still is the, I think he, he steered the shit with it. I mean, it's gonna be deep. To say he created it like I, I deep down think he definitely took took it to that next place. Like so, for mm-hmm. for me, like he was the guy that I always wanted to see in the raves. Like always wanted to. You know what I mean, I would make sure me and my brethren, Harry be like, "Yo, bro, I'll meet you by the pillar, bro, because it's going down in a minute, bro." Like and he'd always play bare dubs, like just oh, rhythms, stuff. So he really made me want to go down that route within the within drum and bass, I guess. Like which was um. Yeah, so yeah, but to be fair, there's no one. There is other people, but no one else that has the top me. place, mate.
1: I was gonna say, uh, what's something about that frustrates you about your work? Like, what's the like the most challenging thing? The traveling all day. Yeah.
0: End of question. Yeah, <laughs> it takes <a> of <laughs> well, yeah, toll. Yeah, that, 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 that's literally yeah. It, it's tough. The travelling's hard, man. Like it's uh, it's you just get on and do it, but you got to think, and you just you're devoting uh, a lot of time. Um, away from your loved ones and stuff like, which is which is tough. I can't lie. That's definitely the hardest thing, man. It's a strain. It's a strain on relationships sometimes. Not just not just like um, girlfriends, etc. But like, I mean, in general in life, man, like it is is yeah yeah that part of it is 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 the is the unfortunate negative, but yeah it's just trying to get that balance and compromise of everything but there is parties and stuff that you're going to miss family events like because of what you mm. do but I suppose that's the sacrifice you make man like it's just it's, I, I still for me personally it's still the best job in the world like as, as much as it does have that side of it as well but yeah the the, the the positives outweigh the negatives a lot I think for me like I don't know what I'd do without this I think I would struggle to I don't know what else I'd do to be honest with you man i get such a amazing feeling out of doing this for a job and playing out every weekend like that. It just, I don't know I think it does so much more for me than I realize and I realised that in lockdown I think a lot of ice did so I think that um, yeah the positive that way and negative but definitely the travelling the travelling
1: But just to finally finish up on what was um, if you had to give someone a bit of advice sort of someone that's either playing their first event maybe this weekend like coming up or like someone that's like putting together their first EP or their first track or someone's thinking like you know what I do want to start DJing I want to start producing um, what's a piece of advice that you would give to like a new producer or a new DJ that you could sort of reflect back on and go you know what I wish I'd, someone had told me this right at the start or I wish someone had given me this piece of advice right at the back of my journey I don't know
0: about um, well I mean I will I'll give advice on how I would talk to a younger version of me, I guess, like, or I mean, I would, I would say you just need to be, just need to be persistent, passionate. You need to devote your life to it, man, as much as that's hard to hear. But if you really want to make it in this game, in anything, you need to really put the time in. You can't do it once a week. Like you have to have a plan. Like there's a lot of things I'm chucking out here, but I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of um, preparation you have to do for that life in it. Like, and I think, um, Yeah, what do you want from it? Like, do you I mean is it just something you wanna do for a bit and just play a couple of raids or is it something you wanna do full time? Do you just wanna DJ in local clubs or do you wanna go all around the world? Do you wanna just do I mean what mood there's a lot to it? And the thing about this journey as well is so many opportunities can happen during it, and you could then veer off into other directions, but they're still in the same music cat. You know I mean, music umbrella, if you like. So, I definitely would tell myself just to prepare, man. I think that's the best thing to do. Like, if someone's got a set, for instance, for the first time this weekend, do you know what I mean, just make sure that you, you you plan your set. Make sure you know what the task yeah. is ahead of you. Like, I don't want to sound too deep, but it's the truth, man. You you don't want to go into it just on off a whim and just expect hopefully it's going to do the best for you. Like, I think prepare, plan and then execute in it and practice and stuff and make sure yeah. that they remember you in it make sure they remember you so next time you'll get a booking or another booking or another booking so yeah man I think it's important just to think about what you're trying to do and, and how you're going to get there in it it's important to plan that's
1: great advice mate great thing to finish up on uh, some good advice for like you said new producers new DJs Turner mate it's been a pleasure it's been a, it's been great yeah. to chat to you about obviously uh, okay. about your origins uh, great to chat to you about production great to chat to you about uh, like people in the scene like different people in the industry names that people people will recognise your history, like of how you've come through. Uh, Origins about music tech and obviously the first bits of DJing, belt-driven turntables. Um, And obviously touching right on at the start about what's on your mind, out now. The DMB edit coming out soon. Um, The documentary episode also coming out soon as well, which is fantastic. So um, thank you very much for joining me today, mate. No worries, man.
0: It's been a pleasure, bro. I've told you once, I've told you twice, you're not on the list.